Fighting for freedom every day. Republicans right now, the conservatives, which unfortunately, this is what we have to do every time, even after a vote where people are sick and tired of the establishment, they're sick and tired of the squeezy, middle-of-the-road, squishy kind of Republican rhinos, and we vote conservatives in, then we have to fight tooth and nail in D.C. to actually be heard within the Republican Party. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Yes, it is. Welcome into it. It is the Monday episode, greatest day of the entire week, man. We are setting the tone for a whole nother week, ready to rock and roll for you here. Let's just carpe diem all over this place is what we say each and every day. Welcome into it. This is The Voice Reason. I am Andy Hoosier, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station. We are all over the country, multiple radio stations, TV, live streaming, podcasting, however you watch or listen to the show. Welcome aboard. It's great to have you with us, your Millennial General, reporting for duty like we do every single day. Hope you had a great weekend. (laughs) Hopefully you had a better weekend than Joe Biden. Oh! Can we just throw that out there? I mean, I think Joe Biden struggled a little bit with his weekend with how the protests were in Washington, D.C. We'll get to that in just a minute. Alex Newman, he'll be joining us at the bottom of this hour, the Liberty Sentinel Media. He is the president, founder, CEO of Liberty Sentinel Media. He's also a contributor to The New American, thenewamerican.com, and he's a contributor to the Epoch Times as well. So he's all over the place. We'll be chatting with him about our crisis at the southern border. And Biden policies on immigration and Biden policies on deportation in the country. Are we actually deporting anyone? I, I don't I don't know that we actually are. So we'll talk about that with him at the bottom of this hour. And I, I got to admit, I almost, almost feel bad for Joe Biden. That's a joke. That's a joke. It's actually, I really don't. How you doing, buddy? You feeling all right? Feel okay? Clear. I'm not going nuts. Just making sure uh, he had a bit of a rough weekend, obviously, with the big news of the weekend, which we should probably get to right out of the gates. What's trending today? So if you hadn't heard, we saw some major protests in Washington, D.C., and I want to be very clear before we get into the details of this, because it's hilarious to watch them self-implode. Never. I never, ever, ever. And progressives, you listen to the program. We have a lot of Democrats that listen. I get your emails and angry messages. It's totally okay. I never want to try and say, uh, hear you say that Republicans, that Donald Trump, that the conservatives are right-wing Nazis, are fascists, which, by the way, doesn't make any sense. That's an oxymoron in itself, or are anti-Semitic at all, any longer. You can never say that conservatives and Republicans are the anti-Semitic ones or right-wing Nazis or fascists. You can never say that again with what we just saw over the weekend. I also never want to hear you talk about January 6th again as an insurrection. I never want to hear you attack Republicans as being the angry, right-wing, radical mobsters that are the domestic terrorists in this nation. I never want to hear any of these phrases whatsoever again after what we just saw over the weekend which was quite entertaining this is a clip it's about two minutes long but i want to play all of it because this is where we're at now with the democrat party after these major protests this hat tip to fox news with them covering and even trying to talk to and interview some of these individuals at this protest that happened in washington dc
Genocide Joe needs to halt his actions immediately and realize that he's going to face massive opposition from Democrat voters next election. Is Biden a terrorist? He is. His hands are red with blood. They're soaked in blood, the blood of the children, the innocent children of Palestine. This is not Israel. This is Palestine. This is our ancestral homeland. Do you support uh, Israel to exist, or are you saying get rid of Israel altogether? Get rid of it. Israel is terrorist. They kill the children. They, they, they bomb the hospital. They do a lot of things bad in the Gaza. You see, the, you see Israel as terrorists? Yes. What's the flag? What's the message out here? Uh, well, queer liberation, Palestinian liberation, liberation for everybody. And, uh, and so what about the, the LGBTQ rights not being respected in places like Gaza? Well. People keep bringing that up. Maybe Hamas doesn't like queer people, but queer people like uh, Palestinian people and would like them to be free. Do you condemn Hamas or do you support their efforts? Do you condemn 75 years of occupation? That's the answer. I am not uh, going to condemn Hamas. Should Israel exist? There's no Israel. Israel is a fascist state. Yeah, and I'm anti-fascist. You're going to breed Hamas? when you continue to keep occupying the people. Hamas will be everywhere when you continue to keep occupying the people. That's it. The U.S. points to Hamas in Gaza and say they're terrorists. Do you agree? That's unacceptable. Wow. There it is. That heads up to Fox News. That reports and the ongoing protests that we see all over the country. The latest ones out of Washington, D.C. I mean, they're showing the true colors, aren't they? It's no more beating around the bush. No more just trying to hide beneath the surface. Look, for years, the Democrat Party has done very well at trying to promote one agenda behind the scenes while talking about an issue in front of the people and doing two completely different things. They talk about an issue while they're having the puppets do something behind the scenes for the longest time. And no longer are they able to do that, which is good news because everything's coming to the surface. And you can look at the reasoning for that, the psychology behind it, but we've blown the doors wide open on the back doors, and now we're seeing things full front and center. But the misinformation out there, man, is absolutely insane. You are fake news. I mean, there's a lot of crazy misinformation about what's going on over in Israel, in Hamas, in the Palestinian area. And uh, talk, I mean, the first thing they try to talk about is look at the poor living conditions of those living in the Gaza Strip, on how it's such a small strip and so many people live there, 80% of it being women and children, how they live in poverty. That is Palestine. That is the Gaza Strip. That is run by Hamas. That's not Israel. Israel doesn't have oversight over the Gaza Strip or didn't have oversight over the Gaza Strip. That was given to Hamas as the government entity. So all the bad living conditions, that's them. You're killing all these women and children. Yes, there it is god-awful, absolutely horrible that any human lives, innocent lives, are being taken from both sides of the aisle, from Israel or the Gaza Strip. No one is arguing that whatsoever. At the same time, why do you think there are so many innocents that are dying? It's not because Israel's walking in and just leveling the playing field, just killing anybody in their path. If you believe that, you are truly one of the most ignorant ignoramuses, I guess you could call it, that are out there. Because that's not true. 
Israel is literally warning people to get out. Israel is literally telling people to get away. And Hamas is blockading the roads, is holding them, and is using them as the front line of defense while they continue to shoot at Israel. What are you supposed to do? This is a pure evil that we are fighting. And these people are either stupid or they are pure evil as well, and they want to see it come down. But this is what education has done. This is what society has done. This is what they have done uh, to brainwash. And a lot of it's on social media. A lot of it's the media that's come out there where they tried it. First, the media, the progressive left-wing media, were the first ones that came out early on and said, wow, I've never seen such weird messaging coming from Democrats trying to defend what Palestine's actually doing. And Joe Biden stuck in the middle of it. Joe Biden, that's why I said I almost... Almost feel guilty, but I almost feel bad for him, but then I really don't. Because at the end of the day, he's standing up for Israel, which is what you're supposed to do as a nation, what you're supposed to do as the leader of the free world, and what you're supposed to do as the leader of the United States of America, who has a strong ally with the nation of Israel. But he is shooting himself in the foot now with the coup that's happening within the progressive movement. Because the coup now is consisting of the radical left-wing wokeism that's tying with the Islamo-fascism. I had to laugh. I don't know if you caught that within the middle of that about the individual that was holding the pride flag and that we're saying that the queers are standing with Palestine. And they're like, well, what about the the Hamas government that uh, does not give rights to the gay or LGBTQ individuals? Well, I've heard that argument, and they may not support us, but we support them. What? Like, what? What? What are you talking about here? Yeah, it, I'm surprised that they didn't actually get beat up at the actual rally where there were a lot of individuals of the Muslim religion that do not believe in that lifestyle. But they don't get it because they're not over there. They're not living under those. And if they were, or if they knew anything about it, they realized that they'd be killed right out of the gate. Uh, but the Democrat Party now is in a major identity crisis. And the Joe Biden administration is losing every sect one after the other to the other. They started losing the African-American population when we started seeing the rise in crime, when we started seeing the defund the law enforcement, which the vast majority of them do not support, when they started seeing minimum wage go up to where they can't get jobs. They started seeing it when you see more money being sunk into the education system that's not actually helping anybody at all in any way, shape, or form. You lost the uh, Native American community because remember it's all about the identity politics the checking this checking that checking that checking that you lost the native americans when the native american tribes and the reservations are essentially a socialist utopia the social experiment that's gone horribly wrong with how bad those living conditions are across you lost the asian population or you're beginning to lose the asian population with the ongoing push for affirmative action that's limiting the amount of asian students from getting into the higher colleges across the nation. You're losing the Hispanic vote when you attack the social issues and you go after abortion and you go after the gay marriage and you try and support the single parent families because that's what progressive values are and that's not what the values are for the Hispanic population. And yet, they still expect and demand all of these different minority communities to be supporting and voting for the Democrat Party. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. The Democrat Party literally believes the opposite of the values of all of these different demographics, and yet they expect those demographics to try and vote for the Democrat Party. And for the most part, they still do. Because I don't think those demographics understand what the values in those platforms are for the Democrat Party. They're losing the young generation because the Democrats just think that they can buy them off. We're going to do student loan forgiveness, and then voila, look at that. All of a sudden, we've now bought off the next generation of voters. 
and I don't think it's working. And when you focus so much on identity politics, when you focus so much on your skin color, on your gender, on your sexual orientation, on your religion, when that is the bread and butter of who you are as a political party, as a caucus, as a sect of what people try to identify with, it's going to start eating itself from within. Because now you've differentiated everyone so much that it's going to eat themselves up. And now you're going to have the Muslim population and fight with the LGBTQ uh, population while they try to get along and fight for the weird same thing, but yet they don't get along in any way, shape, or form. And now they're upset with the Biden administration for supporting Israel to where even elected officials are out there calling out Joe Biden and saying that we will come after you in the 2024 presidential election. Mr. President, the American people are not with you on this one. We will remember in 2024. Weird. That's Rashida Tlaib with her latest message. The Democrats are in their own self-destruction mode. You want to know the good news about all this is that the whole idea of the Republicans and how we couldn't get along and we couldn't choose a Speaker of the House and how we were stagnant for three weeks, that's old history, man. I thought that that was going to linger among the Republicans going into elections, and of course the Democrats would try to bring that up. Yeah, that's not the case anymore. That's gone. Now we have Democrats in a major identity crisis on do they support Israel and actually show that they're not anti-Semitic or do they go full on and say we support Palestine to hell with the Jewish population we need to dissolve Israel altogether and to hell with any Jewish population out there and we're going to be the most anti-Semitic Nazis that there are out there again Islamofascism trying to do a revolution within the Democrat party And the Bidens, the elites, the establishment Democrats trying to fend it off. And I don't know how well that's actually working. Ah, That's fun to watch. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Fighting for freedom every day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Yes, indeed it is. Welcome back into it. 24 minutes past the hour. The identity crisis among the Democrat Party. Now, you got to remember that this radical sect of the pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian, anti-Israel, anti-Semitic movement among the Democrat Party. Let's be honest. Let's be reasonable here. It's a relatively small portion of the Democrat Party. But like usual, the way the Democrats run, and especially the younger generations, is that they are in the vast minority, but yet they have to have the loudest voice, and they take it to a radical level, and they're justified in everything that they do. They're justified in their actions, they're justified in their violence, they're justified in their hate. So if they go and attack a Jew, it's validated, because by golly, they're pro-Palestinian. So therefore, the Jew is the one that's actually harming everybody else so they're validated in such the weird part is that yet i'm waiting to hear it i I haven't heard it yet are are we hearing crickets any any crickets at all anybody i haven't heard yet the democrat party the biden administration condemning what was done over the weekend because now uh, we saw an actual attack almost on the white house we saw graffiti all over the place in the fence and the wall that was protecting the White House. We saw people trying to jump the fence. We saw security being called because of the mass mobs that was at the White House. So, uh, yet we're still going to talk about January 6th and the insurrection, which is very strange. But we're not going to talk about the protests that were there that are a very angry mob that are literally going around trying to find Jews to try and beat up because the Jews are the problem. 
Again, you can never say that the right, the conservatives, the Republicans are the anti-Semitic ones any longer. It is it is out. And then you ask how they actually get organized, which obviously takes a lot of money because all of a sudden these thousands of people show up in Washington, D.C. You wonder where that money is coming from and who's actually organizing something like this. That means that there's some type of deeper agenda, deeper motive here trying to cause anarchy in society, which is very unfortunate, but that's the reality of it because they're organized. Democrats are always way more organized and way more funded to be able to put things like this together because you would think most people would be at home working or trying to spend time with the family or trying to do something somewhat productive, but instead you're out there calling Joe Biden Genocide Joe now and not going to be supporting Joe Biden moving forward. So what does this mean for the presidential elections? Because Joe Biden now is, continues to lose popularity. He's already had some of the lowest approval ratings as a president because of his dementia and because of his mindset and his mental state. But now it's going to get even worse with the angry mob that is the left side of the aisle and even those like Rashida Tlaib that's like, yep, we're coming for you, Joe. Mr. President, the American people are not with you on this one. We will remember in 2024. Man, that's wild. So what, what? here's the question. What will the Democrats actually do about this? Will they just let it go, put the blinders on like they have with everything else? I mean, we've allowed Black Lives Matter to destroy cities and beat people up in the streets. We've allowed angry mobs to go after people with red hats over the past few years if they were a MAGA or a Trump supporter. We've allowed the Antifa to literally take over parts of cities with the Chad or the Chaz or the whatever you want to call those in Seattle and in Portland, Oregon, and some of these other places, we've literally allowed them to happen. And in fact, we did not only not condemn them, we had the soon-to-be Vice President of the United States, Kamala Harris, actively fundraising to bail them out of jail. So the literal domestic terrorism, by definition, literal definition, of the ones that are fighting against the rule of law, fighting against our law enforcement, disobeying what the laws are in your own community, taking over portions of cities, vandalizing things, harming people left and right. That has gone unchecked by the Democrat Party on every angle. And this one's going to be no different. They will not look at it. In fact, the media probably won't talk much about this one because, well, it was on that side. Now, if it was Republicans out there protesting at the White House, then it would be, uh, you know, shoot to kill kind of mentality that they'd be giving orders to the Secret Service. But these, they'll look the other way. These aren't the droids you're looking for. Nothing to see here. Move along, sir, because we don't want you to try and show the division and the war and the identity crisis among Democrats right now, where this radical sect is now hijacking them to be the radical Nazis, literally going after the Jewish community as the anti-Semites. Jew, uh, Israel shouldn't even be there. It should be dissolved, destroyed, and Jews should never have a place in this society. Is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. When Reason Meets Radio, this is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Yes, indeed it is. Welcome back into it. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. Trying to rebrand the millennial generation. One radio listener at a time. Multiple radio stations all over the place. By the way, if you did not get a chance to do so, our newsletter did go out. Which means if you missed out on this one, the hell's wrong with you, man? Go sign up. Become a Hoosier-holic. Go to HoosierReason.com. H-O-O-S-E-R Reason.com. No I in Hoosier. H-O-O-S-E-R Reason. 
Hoosierholic.com. Sign up. It'll pop up. Say, do you want to become a Hoosierholic? You say yes. Type in your email. Completely free. We don't spam you. We just send you that once a month uh, email that has our blog on there that has some new information on the radio show, on a Hoosier Media Network, all the cool stuff we're working on. So always appreciate it as our Hoosierholic army continues to grow. And we meet here every single day, six days a week, for your ability to have your Hoosierholic meetings to talk about your issues as we are your political therapist here on the program. Uh, real quickly, as we wrap up this conversation with what's going on in Israel and Hamas and the Palestinians, I, I always love how we can just nowadays, apparently words don't matter. Apparently, definitions don't matter. We can just throw out terms, derogatory terms, with no factual basis whatsoever. As if we played that clip, and maybe we'll play it before the end of the program again. It's like two minutes long, so it's kind of long. But all the protests that we saw in Washington, D.C. over the weekend, where they literally just call Israel a fascist nation. What? What? How are, how are they fascist? Like, in what terms do you see them as a fascist nation? I don't understand. But you can just say that. Israel's fascist. Okay, it must be true. I don't understand because there's no backing for that, so... You are fake news. I'm sorry. Let's get into what's trending, shall we? What's trending today? Let's bring it home on the home front here where they say that America is that fascist nation under the Trump administration, or at least it was, on immigration. And immigration policy under the Biden administration compared to Trump and even deportation policy. Where are we when it comes to the crisis that we're seeing across this nation here? Really happy to have on the program. It's been a while since we've had him on the show. He is the CEO of the Liberty Sentinel Media, also a senior editor for The New American, and he's a contributor to the Epoch Times and so many other great uh, platforms as well. Happy to have back on here Mr. Alex Newman. Alex, how are you, my friend? Doing great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, it's great to have you on the show. What a world we live in when we see our southern border completely open and we just expand an app. We allow people to come in just by filling out the app and then get transported all over the country. And the Biden administration, Kareem Jean-Pierre and others just say, well, we've actually handled the issue at the border and there's no problem now. I mean, I, I never thought I'd see the time, Alex. What's your thoughts here? Yeah, it, it, it's the most outrageous propaganda since the Soviet Union's Pravda fake news. Um, and, and, you know, we know they're lying, and they know they're lying, and they know that we know they're lying. So this is really, I think, partly a, an exercise in demoralization. And I, I think a lot of analysts are missing the point here. You know, I, I spoke with um, Donald Trump's uh, head of Customs and Border Protection. I spoke with Donald Trump's head of ICE, Immigration and Customs Enforcement, and both of them told me they thought the, the real agenda here was bringing in new Democrats. Uh, I think it's actually significantly worse than that. I mean, certainly uh, that's part of it, but I think it's significantly worse than just bringing in new Democrat voters. Um, I do believe they're actually trying to collapse the very fabric of the United States. They know full well that special forces from communist China are coming across that border. They know full well that jihadists are coming across that border. They know full well that communist terrorists from Venezuela and Cuba are coming across that border. Um, with instructions, with blueprints for sensitive infrastructure, for water treatment facilities, for power plants. Um, it's hard to overstate the danger here. And they're absolutely good. Yeah. Uh, it is very concerning. What is the ultimate agenda, do you think? What is the ultimate goal if, they, if they're trying to break down that fabric of society by trying to just allow all of these potential dangers and threats into the nation? What's that ultimate goal? What do they want to see? I do believe that Rich Higgins, the director of policy and planning uh, under the Trump administration at the National Security Council, hit the nail on the head. He said that there are plans around the 
world, Lamists, Marxists, communists, socialists, etc., who are absolutely destroying the United States of America, not just as a nation, but even as an ideal. And I believe that even more dangerous than this global alliance is the fifth column in the United States at the highest levels of our government and all across this country that is working with them for precisely that objective. I mean, yes, uh, Joe Biden has sold out the country for bribes from communists. China. I think even bigger than what I think could be fairly called treason is the ideological commitment that so many seem to have to this vision of globalism, to this vision that they describe as a new world order. And they cannot bring that vision about as long as the strong Hmm. the United States of America continues to stand as a beacon for the world of the benefits of liberty, of the fruits and the prosperity that come from limited government, etc. So they want to not just old agenda. They want to totally discredit the ideas that our country is founded on. And I think one of the ways we're going to do that is take the divisions that already exist, introduce new divisions, partly through collapsing our names until they can have Americans turn on each other. Uh, if they can have Americans shoot each other, kill each other, hate each other, it will do a marvelous job of permanently discrediting the ideals that our country was founded upon. And and I do believe they're playing the long game here. This is not stupidity. This is not just about having new Democrats. This is actually about destroying our country and discrediting the principles it's founded on. Yeah, I mean, Democrats have always been very smart in that. They're always 10 steps ahead. They think long term, which Republicans have always struggled to do, is thinking try, trying to think long term and plan out ahead, and they're very smart at being able to break down. Do you think that's why we're seeing, uh, for example, the protests that we saw over the weekend in Washington, D.C., the pro-Palestinian, the pro-Hamas, the anti-Israeli, the I've never seen so much anti-Semitism so openly in my entire life, and they acknowledge it and admit it where they think that Jews have no place in Israel and that Israel shouldn't even exist over there, which is why we're hearing them chant from the river to the sea or whatever the hell they say. I mean, is this contributing to it? Is this why we're seeing Middle Easterns coming over in our southern border that's contributing to this kind of mindset in the United States right now? There's no question about it. Uh, it, it so many jihadists and Muslims have come into recent years. We don't even have an accurate count. Um, if you notice, Islam, despite what Barack Obama may say about Islam always being woven into the fabric of the United States, that is an absolute lie. The, the only extent to which Islam was woven into the fabric of the United States was when Thomas Jefferson had to declare war on the Barbary states for continually hijacking, terrorizing, and enslaving American seamen and sailors and merchants on the high seas. Um, and so what they have done, what they are deliberately doing, and you can see the agenda much further in Europe. Uh, I've lived in many European countries, most recently in Sweden. Uh, what they're trying to do is completely obliterate the concept of nation-states, and even more, they're trying to de-Christianize the Western world. And if you want to see where this is leading, again, I, I just came back recently from the future. I was in Sweden over the summer. I, I lived there for many years. My wife is from there, so I've, I've had a front-row seat to this destruction. And you actually had the lesbian bishop of the Lutheran Church of Sweden. It was a state church until recently. It's the biggest denomination in the world. Openly and publicly suggest on government-funded television that Swedish churches needed to take down their crosses to avoid uh, offending the Muslims. They needed to stop having Christmas parades and Christmas markets in the cities because that was offensive. They needed to put up prayer rooms facing Mecca so that Muslims could pray five times a day to Allah. And what you're seeing now, actual churches in huge parts 
purchased by Muslims, turned into mosques, redecorated, we've been putting the, the symbols up there. Uh, so what we're watching here is a process of de-Christianization, and very few leaders have had the courage to actually point out what's happening. In 2018, I did go to the prime minister's office and hung with them. I uh, actually did a 30-minute interview with the Secretary of State for Hungary, and they are one of the few governments that really gets what's happening. Wow. It, it, I love the terminology they use, too. He says this is a conspiracy of internationalists to destroy the Christian West, and he's exactly correct. Wow. It's wild. It's wild. It, I, this is kind of a rhetorical question, Alex, and we got just about a minute before we have to take a break or so, but why can't, it, this is kind of, a, I guess, a hippie term, but why can't we all literally just get along? I mean, if someone's a Muslim, I don't care. The vast majority of Islam is very peaceful. Most Christians don't really care. Most Muslims don't care. I've interviewed my imam here. Uh, that's here in the city of Wichita where I'm at is the Islamic Society of Wichita. Everybody gets along, but why can't that happen on a bigger front? And why in the world is there always this fascination to hate Jewish people? I've never understood that. Well, the Jews uh, have and continue to stand as a testament to the reality of the God of the Bible. And uh, unfortunately, the Islamic scriptures contain uh, a lot of agitation against the Jews. Uh, Some take it seriously, some don't. But uh, it, it is an ancient hatred. Of course, it's not unique to Islam, and uh, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. So Yeah, it is crazy. We're talking with Alex Newman. He's with Liberty Sentinel Media. You can find him online there, also at thenewamerican.com, and you can also find his writings in other places, the Epoch Times and other places as well. Uh, as we look at the mass migration coming in, you mentioned all the places around the world, which I want to get back to in just a minute, but overall... We're seeing crime rates go up. In fact, now we see New York City begging, like, please don't bring any more migrants over here to New York. We can't handle them any longer. Do you think Democrats are going to start changing their policy on this issue, or is it just going to continuously get worse, even when local elected officials within the Democrat Party are advocating something a little bit different? Uh, they will not stop until they are forced to stop. They they are pretending that they're going to stop. We saw Mallorca's recently claim they're going to finish up the wall. Absolute baloney. Um, and so we need to expect that they will continue destroying this country just as quickly as they think they can get away with it. They don't care what the mayor of New York says or even the mayor of Chicago. They have plans to co- completely collapse the border and have our country be overrun. Yeah, it's crazy. Alex, when we, let's take a break here. When we come back, I want to focus on some of the other places we're seeing migrants come in, especially you mentioned China, militant China, special forces. If that's the case, then where are they going and what's that ultimate agenda with the Chinese as they're seeing the opportunity to weaken the United States and for them to have that global dominance, which they've wanted for a very long time. But how are they going to implement that? We'll do that when we come back here with Alex Newman. It's a wild world. And we see Republicans focusing a lot of attention on it, rightfully so. We see even Nikki Haley talking about wanting to do mass deportations. Will that work? And what's the best policy to stop this madness? Right back after this on The Voice of Reason. This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Yes, indeed it is. Welcome back into it. Last few minutes of the program. Oh, how it flies by oh so fast. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. It's what we do here. Truth, reason, and common sense is the norm here on the program. It may be a minority in society, but that's what we do on the show on a daily basis. We're hanging out right now. Alex Newman, 
LibertySentinel.org is the website if you want to go check out all his content. Great stuff. We're talking about the immigration, the mass migration into this nation and what it's doing to fundamentally, it's what Barack Obama used to say, fundamentally change the United States of America, which is what they've been working oh so hard to do. Uh, Alex, I want to shift. You mentioned China, and I want to talk about that for a second, the amount of people coming in from China. I was at the border uh, a few months ago, back in June, end of June, July this year, through the American for Prosperity Foundation, and they gave us a tour through it. It was fascinating to see. And they had mentioned that Chinese migrants coming across the southern border were up near 30% than what they had ever seen, 30 to 40%, which is wild for you to travel all the way halfway around the world to Mexico to come into the southern border. Alex, what's the agenda with China here? Obviously, they see a weak point in the United States, but what are they trying to do in all this? Well, I think we need to be very, very careful here, Andy. The communist Chinese have been preparing their people for war against the United States from the time Chairman Mao took power in China with the help of globalists and evildoers from our State Department like George Marshall. They are already waging what they refer to as unrestricted warfare against the United States. Unrestricted warfare is their doctrine of war that basically includes everything up until shooting with bullets and missiles. It includes economic warfare. It includes biological and chemical warfare. It includes sabotage. It includes stealing our industrial secrets. It includes undermining our economic base. So this has been going on for a very long time now. They're preparing young people in China in the schools to fight against the United States. They refer to it as liberating the United States and liberating the world, kind of like they liberated the people of China before slaughtering at least 100 million of them. And, uh, you know, is everybody from communist China coming across the border working for the People's Liberation Army? Probably not. Are a lot of them? Absolutely. And it doesn't take a lot of special operators with blueprints for sensitive infrastructure, with blueprints for sensitive facilities to wreak havoc in this country. C4 and a couple of strategic locations, you can absolutely wreak havoc in this country. Take down electrical grid, communications, water treatment, sewage treatment. Um, It's hard to overstate the danger that we're facing here. And a lot of these guys that are coming over, they've got very advanced training. They're working right now as busboys, as cooks in Chinese restaurants. They're keeping their heads down. They don't even have a parking ticket to their name. But when they're given their instructions, when they get their orders, watch out. So, folks, uh, we are in grave danger right now. People are not taking this seriously enough. That's a major concern. I never even thought about that aspect of it. And I'm wondering where they got these locations and blueprints, maybe from a balloon that was hovering over the nation a few months ago? That would be one obvious candidate. Yep, they've also (laughs) hacked into all of our systems. They've got their agents and spies and operatives working in sensitive positions in a lot of our major universities. The DOJ just arrested another one just a couple weeks ago. Um, so, so they are operating in our most sensitive companies. They're working as engineers in our aerospace and our defense contractors. Uh, they are absolutely everywhere in this country. Now, a lot of Americans don't realize that the communist dictatorship in China has actually passed a law that every single overseas Chinese national must cooperate with the People's Republic of China, must cooperate with the intelligence services. Does that mean that they all do or will? Absolutely not. Plenty of the most anti-communist, die-hard, pro-America, pro-freedom Chinese live and prosper in our country, and they're doing everything possible to fight the evil behemoth that is the regime in Beijing. But that there are thousands and thousands of operatives in this country is beyond dispute, and uh, I believe it's a mortal threat, especially when you combine it with the fact that they've got some of our 
most prominent elites on their payroll. They've got uh, Bidens on the payroll. They've got Bushes on the payroll. They've got Clintons on the payroll. Um, they call it elite capture, and, and, and sometimes they get caught bragging about this, how they have friends in high places. Don't forget, they, they did the same thing during the Clinton years. Uh, through Johnny Chung, they were funneling Chinese money into the DNC in exchange for our most sensitive nuclear and military secrets. In fact, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Admiral Thomas Moore, specifically spoke out about this treason from Bill Clinton. So it's not a new problem, but it is an existential threat. And it continues to grow every single day, and we need to be aware of it. And like you said, we're not taking it serious enough, and that leads into other conversations with social media and TikTok. It leads into uh, being able to purchase land, especially agricultural land here in the nation that many states are finally starting to try to address and make sure that doesn't happen as well. Alex, we could go on for this forever. It's Alex Newman. Go check him out online, libertysentinel.org. Appreciate it very much, my friend. we got to get you back on again real soon. Would love to. Thank you, Andy. Yeah, absolutely. Great information. A little scared now, aren't you? We'll converse about that again tomorrow. Until then, be your own voice of reason. It's time for you to be aware of what's going on. Be that own catalyst of change in your own community. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio.